This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Hello, everybody. Welcome, 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 welcome to the Joker's Mustache. I am Vince Russo. This is the great R.D. Reynolds. Worst episode, not a chance. We are going to discuss Nora Clavicle and the Ladies Crime (laughs) Club. What is going on, R.D.? Well, just let's get this out of the way. Whenever I say worst episode, I'm not referring to the worst episode of Joker's Mustache. Right. No, of course not. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the show that we're going to review, Nora Clavicle and the Ladies Crime Club, which many will tell you is the worst show in this series history. I'm here to tell you those people are fools. They don't know what they're talking about. <clears throat> they, 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 they don't know what they're talking about. They want to, they want to do check boxes and say it doesn't have this, it doesn't have this, it doesn't have this, and say that makes it the worst episode. No. Wrong, bro. You know what is so interesting about this episode, bro? What year was this? Sixty-seven or sixty-eight? Sixty-eight. Sixty-eight. Bro, we are like right in the midst of Gloria Steinem, women's movement, burn your bras. We're right in the midst of all that. And this show is is all about, okay, bro, we're going to turn the, the criminal system over to women, and this is what it would look like. <laughs> like blatantly, right, bro? Yes, that was the point. Right. Okay. <laughs> People want to take that as, oh my gosh, I'm going to be very offended by this. This was obviously meant to be satirical, <clears throat> as was this entire show. Yeah. Not just this episode, the entire show. Come on. Get off your high horse. Anyway, should we just dig right into it? Do it, baby. Nora Clavicle and the Ladies Crime Club. <clears throat> Original air date Thursday, January 18th, 1968. I have two biggies. Two big wow. things we got to talk about. Let's hear for it. For January 18th, 1968. Let's hear it. The first <clears throat> is the original Red Lobster Seafood Restaurant open on this date. Wow. I like that. One location in Lakeland, Florida. Wow. Do you, do you like Red Lobster? Yeah, sure I do. 55 years later, the biscuits. <laughs> the Cheddar Bay biscuits, yes. I yeah. don't think there's actually a, a place called Cheddar Bay. Yeah. I but don't. I like the biscuits. I <clears throat> They have the Cheddar Bay biscuits now. Uh, call me an old fart, if you will. But when I was a kid, they had hush puppies that were these long hush puppies. They were so delicious. I still miss those. Wow. But I'm a sucker for I love hush puppies. Do you like hush puppies? I like hush puppies. Yeah, I like yeah. hush puppies. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> that's the first one. The second one was singer and actress Eartha Kitt was a guest at the White House. Remember a couple of episodes ago, we talked about how she went to the White House. Yes. And yeah. it became a problem. Yes. And it destroyed her career for many, many years. 
That happened the day this episode. Wow, happened. that's awesome. That is awesome. Very so. She was there uh, at a luncheon hosted by Lady Bird Johnson to honor a group of women doers, influential women invited by the first lady to speak about specific issues. Uh, President Johnson came in and Kit asked him what appeared to be a routine question about delinquent parents uh, and didn't like the answer she had been given. So Eartha didn't vent on the president himself. However, uh, her confrontation with the first lady about the Vietnam War became an embarrassing incident. Wow. She said, I have, this is Eartha Kitt. These are quotes. I have a baby and you send him off to war. No wonder the kids rebel and take pot. (laughs) Miss Johnson, Mrs. Johnson, if you don't understand the lingo... That's marijuana. So it was not. It did not go well. They, uh, yeah, it did not go well. No. It did not go well. Uh, So, yeah, she was basically blackballed from the industry because she had her feelings. She had her opinions. She spoke up to the first lady. Wow. That happened. That, that's actually pretty ironic that you had a woman, a strong woman, Eartha Kitt, who was just like, I'm going to say what I think. You're going to bring me to the White House. Obviously, <clears throat> if you want me at this White House, if you want me to, you know, women doers, okay? If you want me there, I'm going to speak my mind. That, <laughs> that happened this exact same day that this episode aired that's crazy man that's nuts the narrator tells us it is a festive day in gotham city at a civic luncheon at the gotham astoria police commissioner gordon is being honored for 25 years of faithful service i i'm gonna try and save us time moving forward we after this episode we only have seven more episodes to come but i'm trying to be courteous from now on, <clears throat> I'm not going to mention things are in the big black warehouse because every single indoor location is in the big black warehouse, except for those that were used earlier or in earlier seasons. Okay. But, but what, what stole the scene here other than the uh, big black warehouse? Uh, let's see. Uh, I, I, I'll read my notes and then you can jump in. So, uh, we meet the dignitaries. It's Dick, Bruce, O'Hara, Gordon, Barbara. Of course, they all have little signs. Okay, that's it right there. No, they were not little signs. I'm sorry. They had signs that were like, they almost had to look over top of them. (laughs) Bro, were those signs big enough, bro? Well, the people in the back may not be able to oh, see. Oh, I've never seen placards. Placards were th- this big, bro. That was, <clears throat> yeah. that was great. So Mayor Linseed and Mrs. Linseed, they, they also have signs, but they're not there. No. They're not there. They're not at the table. <clears throat> so everyone sings for he's a jolly good fellow to Commissioner Gordon. Who's very humbled, by the way. Commissioner Gordon says, I don't deserve this. Yes. I literally screamed out loud. No, you don't. 
Bro, come on. 25 years. Cut the dude some slack, man. Come on. We cut over to C, and we see Mayor Linseed and Mrs. Linseed. They're arguing, but we don't hear what it is. Instead, we hear the wackiest music as these this this married couple are like laying into each other. So Linseed is like, so he goes over and talks to Gordon, and he says, Commissioner Gordon, I want to honor you with this. It's a gold watch. You know, classic. We're going to give you a gold watch for your years of service. He is immediately then fired. There is a new police commissioner. It is Nora Clavicle. She gets introduced by a big bass drum that says woman power on it. And they're just beating this drum. Yeah. And Bruce goes, oh, the famous Nora Clavicle. Barbara says, I didn't realize her crusade for women had gone this far. Gordon's like, I'd say she's won the crusade. Saints preserve us, says (laughs) O'Hara. Saints preserve us all. And so, yes, that was the opening. Commissioner Gordon has been canned. And, excuse me, he's canned. What's going to happen? Nora Clavicle is the new police commissioner. Do you think it's kind of odd, bro, that through three seasons, we never once saw Gordon's wife? Um, I mean, wouldn't she have been there? (laughs) She was. It's funny because they did. They did mention her like maybe a couple times. But no, she never appeared. She should have been on this show. Well, Nora Clavicle is there. She wears, she is wearing a brown dress, a brown hat, and gloves. They tried to make her look as just as dull as dishwater. Right. She notes she is there to carry on uh, her crusade for women's rights. And we are going to prove that women can run Gotham City better than men. Much better. Her first act is she's firing police chief O'Hara. I'm on her side already. <laughs> Lynn, so she's there. Uh, you know, things are in disarray. Lynn Seed and Gordon and, and Bruce are all talking and says... Um, you have to, Lindsay's slow. <clears throat> this wasn't my plan, but I had no other choice. My wife is such a devoted follower of Mrs. Clavicle's crusade for women that she refused. Get, get what Mrs. Lindsay did, okay? She wouldn't cook or clean or wash his shirts until he appointed Nora Clavicle commissioner of police. Says, I've worn this shirt for a week. I haven't had a decent meal in months. So Bruce goes, Yeah, I totally get it. 
Yeah, bro. They, they, this was like in your face. Bro. Oh yeah, this no. is this is up yours, woman power. Yeah, you man. You should be I mean, in the bedroom. You should yeah. be in the the kitchen. The only the Whatever. only thing this was missing was a barefoot joke, man. <clears throat> yeah. So. Oh, uh, so we go to the we go to the bat we go to the bat cave. <clears throat> Alfred goes and answers the bat phone, <clears throat> and he goes to Batman. He goes, "It's her." In the most disdainful manner. <clears throat> and Batman goes, yes, Miss Clavicle. And she goes, Commissioner Clavicle, Batman. Calling to tell you, you you know what? Just go take an extended vacation. We girls are handling things now. We don't need help from men, bat or otherwise. <laughs> Goodbye, Batman. She slams the phone down. She gets out some scissors and she just takes the scissors and cuts right through the line to the back phone. She's done. We don't need this. I want to note. So we have Nora Clavicle there in this ensemble. Okay. We have uh, 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 or excuse me. Linseed's wife, Mayor Linseed's wife, is now the, has taken O'Hara's place. Yes. So she's wearing a police outfit, okay? So she's police chief uh, Linseed. <clears throat> there are two more women there helping them. They are dressed <clears throat> in Roman gold outfits for no reason. Right, yeah. That is yeah. ever explained they look like something straight out of Ben Hur or yeah. Spartacus or whatever. So Batman's like, there's you know, there's something really weird going on. <clears throat> uh, you know what, Robin? You and I let's let's go drive around Gotham for a while, see what's happening. Alfred says, and I quote, Good luck, sir. We men are counting on you. So, all this going on, we go to the narrator. He tells us, meanwhile, in the secret closet behind Barbara Gordon's bedroom, Batgirl has a very similar idea. But as she starts her own investigation, what's happening, Commissioner Gordon? The narrator catches himself. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Commissioner Clavicle's office. <clears throat> so we go to, I I should change my notes too, because it says Gordon's office. It should say Clavicle's office. Yeah. <clears throat> Nora notes, you know, Lindsay's doing great. You're doing great job, Police Chief Lindsay. You fired all the men and you replaced them all with women. So... She's thrilled to hear that her new boss is happy with her. So Chief Linseed leaves. She says, um, and so now Nora Clavicle can really tell her goons what's going on. Says, <clears throat> now that she's out of the way, you girls may 
<laughs> proceed with Operation Ransack. Well, I proceed with Operation Disaster Insurance. And the one girl goes, well, what about Batman and Robin? And she's like, those masked menfolk? Pah. And they're like, well, what about, what about Batgirl? She's like, oh, yes. I forgot about her. With a woman helping them, Batman and Robin might be able to give us some trouble. So, <clears throat> later at Gotham City Bank, Angelina and Evelina, those are the girls dressed in Greek goddess outfits, are making the scene of crime. So the policewomen are there. The policewomen. Did you see what they were, the, their weapons they had? No. Did, oh, you know. I missed it. They what didn't the have guns. They, honest to God, had rolling pins. Oh. Like if you were going to... You know, yeah, make a yeah, pie or something. Yeah, yeah. So they're doing, these police women are doing nothing. The place is getting robbed. They're, you know, doing this. Recipes. Checking their makeup. Yeah. Everything else. And so <clears throat> they, they the, the yeah, the ones outside, they're just talking about recipes. They're not doing anything. This place is getting robbed. They, the girl, excuse me, the, so the, the the goons take the money, get in a car, and drive away. <clears throat> the bank manager comes out and goes, Officer, Chase, they just robbed my bank. Go get them. And they're like, the girl was like, how, how can I chase them? I don't have a car. All I have are my new Da Vinci shoes. Right. And I'm not going to mess up my shoes. Then we go to, we go, we get... Police chatter over over the over the 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 police chatter. It's like, what's that car six? There's a there's a clearance sale. I thought that was uh, I calling was all great. cars. Calling I, all I cars. thought this was great. I thought that was great. Oh, I thought this episode was a riot. Yeah, the switch. <clears throat> yep. So Batman, Batgirl, and Robin are all outside. They overhear these the, the you know these recipes and and the clearance sales and. The holy bargain basements, Batman. And he says, uh, <clears throat> our concern is the bargain hunters at the N Gotham National Bank. So they, they got to get to the bank. They go, they all go to the bank. The manager, of course, is thrilled. Thank God Batman is here. Thank God Robin Batgirl are here. <clears throat> he says, I'm so happy you're here. And excuse me, uh, Batman says, uh, sometimes you can see a great deal in thin air, sir. <clears throat> and Robin's like, you mean back to the bat computer in the bat cave, Batman? Batman's like, no time. We'll use the portable bat computer in the Batmobile. Yes. So Batgirl's like, can I tag along? And I quote, your equipment is better than what I have on the Batgirl cycle. Yeah. Batman is like this. <laughs> I wrote, Batman is what I would call smugly flattered. Yes. Yes. So, <clears throat> we, following the portable Bat computer's lead, the terrific trio drop in on the warehouse of Dropstitch and Company, 
manufacturers of fine knitting needle knitting needles but who has the drop on whom so they sneak into this place nora is there in her goons they pull a needle on batgirl stick it right to her throat so nora clavicle <coughs> is able to you know say what you will she she gets the jump on batgirl and and has her held captive Needle to the throat. <clears throat> Knit, knitting needle, which would be pretty nasty, bro. <clears throat> well, she says that it, this this particular needle is razor sharp. Yeah. Can yeah. puncture her jugular vein. Yeah. Holy knit one pearl too, Batman, saith Robin. And they're like, Nora's like, okay, now we're going to tie the terrific trio into terrific Siamese human knots. <laughs> and they do. We have talked about they, they last episode that we were recording. You mentioned that they didn't really have the budget for the big set yeah. pieces yeah. for <clears throat> for the for the cliffhangers. This is how they conquered that on this particular episode nor clavicle in the crime club yeah the slightest move will only make the knot tight they literally had Twisted. batman robin and batgirl like hold each other and say this is a siamese human knot yeah like it looked like they were playing twister <laughs> it did you're wise to stay motionless or you will be the terminated trio the slightest move by any of you will only draw the human knot tighter. Crush your bones and strangle you. Holy hamstrings. Batman says, Exactly, Robin. This is torture at its most bizarre and terrible. Because <laughs> they're trying not to move oh, right. at all. <clears throat> and so... <clears throat> there, they, we, that is the halfway point of the episode. That would have been the cliffhanger if this was a two-part. Is the three of them, <clears throat> you know, basically holding each other? Yes. So, Batman questions Nora's scheme. What do you, what do you got going on? She explains. As soon as night falls, I'm planning to destroy all of Gotham City. <clears throat> so she pulls out a document and asks Batman. Do you know what this document is? Batman's like, if I dared move my head, I might recognize it. But I daren't. So he's he's playing this like I can't move my head. I can't right. really do anything. I'll just mumble as best I can. She says, Well, let me explain to you, dum dum. It's an insurance policy on Gotham City. And she tells the boy Bonot. It's a policy for $10 million. I paid a couple hundred bucks for it. So what happens is when the city is all, if the city is destroyed, I make $10 million. Yeah, but that's my question was, if the city is destroyed, who's mm -hmm. paying out the $10 million? That's a great question. Great question, right? That's a great thing. Fortunately, we spoiler alert, we don't have we don't find out. No, we don't. But it only so. costed 200 bucks, so it's a bargain. Robin's like, 
Do we dare breathe, Batman? Cautiously, Robin. Cautiously. Talking has been dangerous enough. A deep breath might prove fatal. Bro, Batgirl was way too overselling this, bro. Her facials during this were like, okay, like way, way too much. So we go out to this truck, which they've used this open back truck before on the show. It it wasn't real anywhere near. Remember the blue van? Yes. What happened to the blue van? They can't afford that thing anymore. We've not seen that in season three. So Nora says she has her, her bombs at the ready. These bombs are mechanical mice that like like little plastic toy mice and they they just put them out in the street so um the story is that these mice all have small bombs or something and when they they all explode at the same time it will blow up the city so they've got to do something to get rid of these mice otherwise the city's going to be blown up but not before we go to the state employment office. This was I love this too, man. This was great. So it's the unemployment office. There is a special sign there. It is for the ex-police men line. So they're all outside waiting for a job, including Gordon and O'Hara. <clears throat> Gordon complains about standing in line. They're like, what else can we do? Well, we could go get other jobs. Well, we've been policemen all our lives. We don't know how to do anything else except be policemen. We only know one trade. Suddenly, that trade is close to us. Taken over by women. There you go. Bagora, the shame of it. Yep. Yes, no, that, oh, this is amazing. So, <clears throat> we're back to the Batman family triangle. Batgirl says, this is really bad. I'm starting to get leg cramps. <clears throat> and Batman's like, that's awesome. And I'm like, why, why would that be awesome? <clears throat> and he says, the involuntary muscle contraction in Batgirl's legs may indirectly relieve the tension in your lower lumbar region. Holy slip disc. Not quite, Robin. If I can wiggle my ears, and if you are able to bend the fourth finger on your left hand a fraction of an inch, it's like, oh my gosh, you might strangle us all. And Batman says, and I quote, release us, Batgirl. I bet he's been wanting to say that <laughs> ever since he met her. Very nice. Very nice. Yes. So they get out of the triangles. They go outside. They see Wait Batman. Wait a minute. Whoa, 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 please. How do we jump right over Batman wiggling his ears? That's what I said. I said I he know, wiggles his that, ears. That was tremendous. Would Absolutely. you like to demonstrate how he wiggled his ears? I can't, bro. You need the cowl and the whole thing, but it was absolute. I mean, that scene right there made that not the worst episode in history. He this was, episode is nowhere near. Nah, man. Not was, even in the ballpark. Uh, he was so concentrated on wiggling his ears. It was freaking awesome, bro. 
No, that would no. Them getting out of the, <clears throat> excuse me, the Siamese human knots. Oh, that was that was that was the goods. And why hasn't that been used in wrestling? I don't. Have, I'm actually kind of shocked that man. no one has. When you have a six man, why why don't they use that? AEW has the six man titles. They they really need to do that. Yeah, we need to smart. I'll, I'll get a hold of Tony Khan. Mrs. Deal, get yeah. Tony Khan on the line. Yeah. Um, so anyway they go outside Batman sees one of the mice and of course the police women will have nothing to do with these mice because they're mice and these police women are in fact women so they're horrified of the mice one's up on a light pole holding on for dear life you go to the, the, the it's just ridiculous. <clears throat> so Batman looks at the mice, grabs one, <clears throat> pops the lid, and it, you know, this, yeah, there's a bomb here. There's a legion of these lethal mice whirring around Gotham City at this moment. So <clears throat> they, they are like, we're going to go call police. Wait, what did he say they were doing around Gotham City? Because I couldn't make it out. They're whirring. A whirring. Okay. Yes. All right. I, I thought he said they were whoring. They're whoring around Gotham City. <laughs> That's what it sounded like to me. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> Which is what these police women will do when they're unemployed. Yes. Anyway, <clears throat> they uh, uh, they go and they, they, they're like, okay, Robin, go call police chief o- a, a police chief Linseed. So Robin calls. And he explains about the mice. We go to the uh, go to Gordon's or Nora Clavicle's office. The police women—they're all up on desks. Of course, yeah. they can't get anywhere near those. <clears throat> She's like bat girl, even bat girls. Like I might have known you can't get police women to help you chase mice. And Robin goes. He basically says it's a diabolical plan that Nora Clavicle has come up with. Yes. Sending out these mice because the women can do nothing about it. Yes. And this may be, I'm putting, I'm putting, I'm voting this, I'm putting this up for perhaps best line of the series. <clears throat> Which one? The one you're going to say next. Oh, we, we, we will. I, I am guessing you're talking about when they get the pipes. Yes. What does Batman say? Oh, we, I'll, I will get there. Okay. Yeah. This is, we have uh, to explain what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> so there are all these mice running around. So how do they how do they get the mice? Batman pulls out a little flute. He is going to play the pipe and be the Pied Piper. And of course this leads all the mice to go running away. Now, the the line that I have and it may not be the same as yours cuz there were a lot of great lines here. Robin's like what are we going to do? And Batman says, Robin, just play, Robin. Play for all you're worth. Yeah, that's the one. That's the Yes. One. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> well, let me ask you a question. Do you not remember this episode except for this? Like I, I, rem- I remembered this. This me too, but I remember nothing else. I remember the human. I remember the, the triangle. Oh, you do? Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But this, the the rats, bro. Come on, man. So they are playing, and it is 
absolutely, absolutely amazing. Wow, bro, because, it's funny because the word I have circled is tremendous. You used amazing, I used tremendous. You say tomato, I say tomato. Yes, it's yeah. <clears throat> no, it is incredible. They they have they have individual clips of each of the three playing the flutes. So they're playing, and Batman's like, and Robin's like skipping as he plays. Oh yeah, Batgirl is like she is doing it for all it's worth. Oh my. Goodness, with only moments left before disaster, the terrific trio and their retinue of rotans arrive at Dockside. So, the special effects for this, it, it they literally they had it on like some kind of they had all these little plastic mice on I, I don't know what it was, some kind of conveyor belt or something, and they shot it really close. So, you see all these plastic mice just going like this. Perfectly aligned. It was ask, amazing. Let me ask you a question. Yes. If it was 2023 and they just shot this episode mm-hmm. and they are individually selling these mice on eBay. Yes. How much are you paying for one of these mice? <clears throat> well, I am. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> it would be tough because you would want one in every color. Because all the mice were different colors. You can I would also want the conveyor belt. You can only get one. You can only get what? one. What? One mouse used on the show. It gives you a certificate of authenticity. Oh, my. I can get one of these? Yes. What are you paying? I, I, I bet I would go. I bet I'd go three bills for it. 300? Just so I can have. Dude, if if every show, I would I would build a little platform. Yeah. And I had that mouse sitting right there. You and I would have. Well, you and I would be forced to retire early because people would be paying so much for the to just see that sitting. Bro, I'd say I, I was. I was going a thousand. <clears throat> oh wow! Yeah, mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. they put in a little glass case for you. Yes, Cer- yeah. yes, the uh, certificate certificate of authenticity. What happened to all these mice? Where are the, they? I don't. They're in the warehouse, <laughs> right next to the gold tank. Bro, let's talk about the last mouse though. So the last mouse, Robin's like, the last mouse would not, was just minding its own business. It's like, I saw all the other ones fall into the water. Rosie Mouse didn't raise a dummy. I'm not stupid. And so this last mouse is just like, hey, I ain't doing that. So Batman just. And the mouse just kind of looks at him. Goes. Batman's like. And then finally the thing goes whoop, and rolls off right into the drink. I think they missed. I think they missed the punchline on that one where that rat's just going around in circles and Batman just swats him into the water. Like just I hits think it with they, the yeah, hits I think, it with the. I think the they totally missed that 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 last spot. Robin was like, "Dude, what on earth was that? How on earth did this happen?" Batman explains. Oh, my God. I was able to determine the guidance system in the mice was built around the principle of high-frequency radar. So by selecting the right combination of flute toots, I was able to cause those mice and their homing mechanisms to zero in 
on the source of the sounds, the flutes. I know a lot of people think this was, we've said it a million times. I don't understand how anyone could watch this show, this episode, think it was the worst whenever you had this, specifically whenever, and I said before, I wasn't going to bring up the Black Warehouse. I have to bring it up one last time. They're walking through the streets of Gotham. In the Black Warehouse. And it literally has, it looked like someone took chalkboards and drew buildings on them. Yep, yep. How on earth? Could someone say this is the not a chance? No way, no way. Not a chance. <clears throat> so <clears throat> we get the the we go. The truck is backed up. Nora and his girl in in the the girls Evelina and Angelina. They're being held captive by who? Alfred. Alfred. Reasons. <clears throat> O'Hare and Gordon are also there. He says, uh. Caught him at the edge of town, <clears throat> just as they you you said we might when you phoned me. They were exceeding the speed limit by a considerable margin. We thought it best to take them into custody. And she's like, you can't arrest us. You have no power. And Alfred's like, citizens arrest. Citizens arrest. <clears throat> they explain you should have bought some prison insurance, Miss Clavicle. And you'll, she, Gordon says, she'll need it where she's going, boy wonder. A long-term policy with Warden Crichton as the beneficiary. O'Hara and Gordon are, of course, thrilled to get their jobs back. And that's right, kids. There was not a fight on this episode. No, the, the only one. The only <clears throat> one. Well, as far as I'm concerned, they fought the mice. Yeah, yeah. We go to Gordon's office. Penguin calls in. He's got a hottie with him. He says, let me ask you just one thing, Commissioner. Did you ever hear of the lethal Ligerian fruit fly? The narrator tells us Commissioner Gordon will certainly hear of the lethal Ligerian fruit fly. And so will we all when Penguin pulls his insidious insect anic in our next episode. So the Penguin is back. Burgess Meredith's final final uh, to-do, Waterloo, whatever you want to say. Is it uh, just a one-parter? It is just a one-parter. Yeah. I think. Let me let me verify that. I am 99.99%. I think we only have one more uh, two-parter coming up. I will verify that. I know that there is another two-parter with shame that is coming up. <clears throat> But that is after Penguin's one-parter, Penguin's Clean Sweep. Okay, so at least we got Burgess, Burgess Meredith. <clears throat> yes, you have, you have Burgess Meredith back one more time. Beautiful, beautiful. One beautiful. more time. Speaking of beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. We got to rate Nora Clavicle. Oh, well, I thought we were rating the, the, the gold goddesses. I didn't look up anything on that well we can rate them all i don't have any background on the gold goddesses yeah, I, mean, I do have on bro who was uh who was miss cloud she was a well-known actress who was she again she was barbara rush yeah she was she on was... uh she was on it came from outer space all my children uh seventh heaven peyton place she was on a bunch of things yeah yeah she was robin very, in uh... the seven hoods 
Very, very familiar. Yeah, I, I mean, bro, she wasn't she wasn't there to be eye candy. I, I mean, she was a six. I get, I gave her a six and a half. Yeah. I. Right, what about the Golden Goddesses? They were very generic. Yeah. Blonde bimbos. They were attractive though. Seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go seven. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Enough. I guess what we get. <clears throat> Nora Clavicle was. <clears throat> she would have been. How, would you care to guess how old Nora Clavicle was? She wasn't young either. Um. Between the 36 to 38 range. She was 51 years old. Really? Well, she, uh, she was, good. she would, yeah, no, she would, yeah, yeah, 51. She looked good for 50. Absolutely, she did. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. wait, no, is that right? No, I'm sorry. She, she would have been, she'd have been 41. 41. 40. Okay, I said 38. Yeah, okay, that's about right. <clears throat> she looked, she looked uh, attractive in a, I don't know, attractive, librarian yeah kind of yeah way I mean, she was an attractive woman <clears throat> all right rd let's talk about the arcade man because we're getting to the holidays bro and it's all about to go down bro yeah santa he's been practicing he's been preparing very hard to take on these kids and meet and beat santa that event will be <clears throat> saturday december 16th uh at rupert's kids arcade you can find out all the information Facebook.com slash Rupert's Kids Arcade. Santa will be there. If you can, you, you can just meet him. If you just want to come up and say hi to Santa. If you want to try your luck, sing it, don't bring it. Wow. You can take on Santa in any game in the arcade. If you can beat the Santa, he's going to reach into his big old bag. Very nice. Hand you a present. Very nice. <laughs> And what about uh, the great wrestle crap? Well, uh, we are have just posted uh, a great Thanksgiving induction. It was from TNA, and it featured uh, <clears throat> Maria, and uh, she she works as the bunny now in um, excuse me in AEW. Well, it was I, a big I, Thanksgiving I, I, to do. I got I got news. I got a newsflash for you. Oh, okay. She doesn't work as the bunny any longer at AEW. Do you oh. know what she's doing now? What it, I do, I apparently what, not. What, what bro? What's the sites that those women do? What's it called? <clears throat> OnlyFans or something she's doing like that. that. She's doing that now. Arty. Oh, well, some RD, of them work in AEW and do that too. I think. Yeah, RD, I don't think she. I don't think she. I don't think she's with them anymore. RD, are you familiar <clears throat> with what what culture? Uh, yeah, I I know of it. They're on the line. They got something they want to say about the show. Okay. I put it through? Sure. Okay. Go ahead, guys. What do you got to say? I really thought there was going to be a second part of your sentence. It's, it's the news. Okay. All right. So tell me about the TNA thing with Maria. So what what, what happened? Because I don't think I, I wasn't there. I didn't. <laughs> well, excuse me, the bunny, uh, she was there. Uh, I'm trying to think what her name was. Jeez, I just wrote the induction. I don't even remember. Allie. <clears throat> was what she was known as there. Allie, right, right. So Allie was being browbeaten by Maria Canellis. And so she was supposed to be the she's supposed to do everything that she wants. If she if she didn't do what she what they wanted, then she would be fired. So you had her dressed up as like a pilgrim. You had her making this entire Thanksgiving meal. It was just that period of TNA was actually, I thought, really kind of fun 
specifically because of that character that, that yeah she, she had played. a big role she had a big role on the show oh yeah she she was great maria canellis was great as just this evil witch oh yeah it was it was really good it actually led to my uh one of my favorite weddings ever was uh the when she was <clears throat> her real life husband who works as uh ironically blade in AEW now was uh, going to get married to someone else because Maria said, you have to marry this person. But of course, Blade loved the bunny. He loved uh, Allie. Uh, that was, that was, yeah, that was a really fun period. Yeah. That was a really fun period. So, yeah. but it's also fun to write about and make fun of, which is what we do at WrestleCraft.com. Bro, who was, what was it? The Butcher and the Blade. Was the Butcher the guy that played in the band? Yes. <clears throat> are they are they still around? They are, but I think they they're like they have so many people under contract. Yeah, yeah, it's really hard. And the butcher, I love the butcher whenever he first showed up because he he came out and he was yeah, wearing a monocle. monocle. Yeah, <clears throat> dude. Once you know, it's like Samson. Whenever they cut off Samson's hair, he had no strength. They took once the away. once they took the the monocle away. The monocle really needs to make a comeback. Yeah, bro, he was that dude was good to my son because my son was a legitimately a, a a fan of the band. I I think he's, I think the name of the band was Once Before I Die or something like this. Okay, but I think they broke up. I think the band mm -hmm. broke up. But my my yeah, w Will said that that dude was one hell of a nice guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I don't see him any anymore. Yeah, that's the thing is you you will cycle. They cycle so many people out. Yeah, bro. Yeah, that's you know, what happened. I mean, RD. I swear. You know, again, it's like I I had like thirty free minutes last Wednesday because my schedule got messed up, and I'm like, let me. I'm I'm, I'm gonna watch Dynamite for thirty minutes. I haven't watched it in years. Mm -hmm. and, and again, bro, my my takeaway always is like, bro. There's just there's too many people. That you 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 mm -hmm. can't remember anything, bro. Like it's it it feels like there are at least six to eight people in every segment. Mm -hmm. You can't. You, you gotta, <laughs> man, bro. I, I think it's so important in wrestling, bro. You've you've gotta you've gotta create a roster, and it's like this is who we're going with, you know. And whether it's twelve people, but you've gotta decide because. You know, bro, the in and out, the in and out, the in and out. One thing I've always said, RD, I swear to God, to me, the most important key is getting and getting anybody over is they got to have exposure every single week, whether it's a match or they're on color or there's a vignette in the back. They've got to have because it's like they're on TV, then they go home for a week or two, then you got to start <clears throat> all over again. Yep. You you gotta decide like who are the people we're going with, mm -hmm. and I <clears throat> that you do, and that leads to a lot of times if you decide okay, here's the group we're going with, then you're going to have people to vanish for extended periods. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway, all right, RD, we will be back next week. Glad to see Burgess Meredith. What's the name of it again, bro? Penguins Queen Sweep. Penguins clean sweep right here, bro, next week. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Whoa, whoa, whoa.